The Torah content from now through Pesach has been sponsored by the Kofsky family in loving memory of Adira, who loved big ideas and asking big questions. This is Marcus Aurelius, Book 2, Paragraph 12. How all things are vanishing swiftly, bodies themselves in the universe and all the memorials of them in time. What is the character of all the things of sense, and most of all those which attract by the bait of pleasure or terrified by the threat of pain, or are shouted abroad by vanity? How cheap, contemptible, soiled, corruptible, and moral. These are for the faculty of mind to consider. To consider, too, what kind of men those are whose judgment and voices confer honor and dishonor, what it is to die, and that if a man looks at it by himself, and by the separating activity of thought, strips off all the images associated with death, he will come to judge it to be nothing else but nature's handiwork. But if a man fears nature's handiwork, he is a mere child. And yet death is not merely nature's handiwork, but also her well-being. To consider also how mortal man touches God, and through what organ of himself, and when that part of him is in what sort of condition. Sorry, and when that part of him is in what sort of condition. Um, so, again, a lot here. Um, I actually did not have much time to think about this before making the recording, uh, but I did, when I read that last part, associate to something in the Rambam and the Mornavuchim. Um, so, <clears throat> Aurelius is emphasizing, you have to think about which part of you connects to, to God, and, uh, and that has to be, like, juxtaposed in your mind, to the parts of you that are affected by everything else, especially by like, you know, he said by pleasure, by by the threat of pain, um, by honor, dishonor. So this this led me to believe uh, to think about the um, the Ramam in the Morning Book in 352. Uh, so he says, man does not sit, move, and occupy himself when he is alone in his house as he sits, moves, and occupies himself when he is in the presence of a great king. Nor does he speak and conduct himself when he is with his family and relatives, as he speaks in the king's council. Therefore, he who chooses to achieve human perfection and to be a true man of God must awaken himself and know that the great king who accompanies him and clings to him is greater than any human being, even David and Shlomo. So pause there for one second. So this is the part where if I'm reading this in high school, I always ask my students, okay, who's the king that he's talking about? So everyone assumes it's Hashem, right? But then the Ramam goes on. He says, the king who cleaves to man and accompanies him is the intellect that overflows towards us and is the bond between us and him. May he be exalted. Uh, just as we apprehend him by means of that light and which, uh, which he caused to overflow towards us, as it is stated, in your light do we see light, so does he, by means of this selfsame light, examine us. And because of it, he, may he be exalted, is constantly with us, examining from on high. Can anyone hide himself in secret places that I shall not see him? Uh, that's from Yumiahu. Um understand this well. So Raman was emphasizing that uh, that we, you know, those who truly uh, fear God are in a constant state of awareness that the only thing linking them to God is the uh, is the intellect that they possess, the Talmud Elohim, um, uh, which is why the, um, you know, the Chazal call the intellect uh, Kavod Kono, the glory of, uh, uh, you know, they call it Kavod Kono, meaning the glory of man's maker. Uh, we mean, meaning the intellect is the thing that that uh, allows us to to apprehend the uh, the kavod Hashem, um, and once we are, or I guess to the extent that we're aware of that kavod, of that you know that reverence and that that glory, then we we go about our lives differently, and it frames everything and all of our interactions, all of our you know our uh, the way that we you know measure ourselves against other human beings, our our pleasure and our pain. Um, obviously, it's a very hard thing to recognize, but. Um, but uh, again, I, I think Marcus Aurelius is, is talking about a similar thing there about recognizing what part of you is actually connecting to God. I mean, this is this is a theme he's been building up through this, uh, 
you know, this uh, book too. It's it's not the physical, you know, it's not the column of air that keeps you alive. It's the ruling or governing part, which for us is um, is connected with uh, with Tzal Melukim, not not merely uh, Bechira. So that's what I got from that uh, this paragraph this morning.